0: Welcome to the For The Success Podcast. This is your host, Natalie Supes. In this podcast, I promise to ask the tough questions and to talk about the things others shy away from. You know, what it's really like to be sick and successful? The podcast is here to give you a boost of motivation, to give you the push you need towards following your dreams, and to be that friend you come back to week after week to talk about the real things in life and in business. If you have ever dreamt for more, if you have goals and are working towards them, if you dream of being successful no matter what life's obstacles get in the way, this podcast is for you. Without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome back to the For the Success podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Can I be real with you for a minute? Can we just like have a person-to-person conversation? Like you're sitting across from the desk from here, like we're sitting on the couch and hanging out. The world is heavy right now. Like I literally just feel heavy. I feel sad. I'm recording this episode on May 25th, the week before it goes out, exactly seven days before it goes out. And I believe it was yesterday, yesterday, was it yesterday? I believe it was yesterday that there was a school shooting in the States. I'm going to talk about it a little bit more. But there's so much going on in the world and that I feel like as business owners and then also people with chronic illnesses and moms were being hit with so many things and so many different directions that it can just feel unbearable sometimes. And so if you're feeling like that right now, if you just feel so heavy, like you just like can't do it anymore you're stressed you're overwhelmed there's too much going on there's too much going on in the world there's too much going on in your country there's too much going on in your city there's too much going on in your family your house is a mess your brain's a mess your business is a mess you're stressed i want you to know that you are not alone you are not alone a part of my job a part of what i do on a day-to-day basis is i communicate with a lot of different business owners a lot of different people all around the world. And I want you to know that you are not alone, that we're all feeling it. The world is hard right now. It's like there's a dark cloud and we, we thought we were emerging out of COVID-19 and you know everything's better now, but it doesn't feel that way, does it? Do you feel like, I mean, summer's coming and we're all excited and it just feels like we're trudging through mud to find that happiness again? And so I wanted to talk about it on this episode and talk about some of the hard things, but I don't want it to just be a Debbie Downer episode, you know, like I don't wanna just be sitting here in my feels, I do want to give you some tangible tips and tricks that I use to get through hard and heavy things, and I'm also going to share with you guys some really personal stories because you I feel like you're my family. If you listen to this podcast, you are a select few, you mean the world to me, and I really care about you, so I'm going to talk about some really hard things today uh, that I, I didn't even know I was going to share before turning on this mic, but I feel like it is important, it's necessary, and I want to get into it. I want to talk about how to work on your business, in your business, and even how to be an entrepreneur or a a stay-at-home mom or someone struggling with a chronic illness in times of tragedy, in times of darkness, and how you can keep going. Like the whole premise of being sick and successful is that it's not easy. And there are days where you just can't get out of bed. And there you know, some people's chronic illnesses, they can't get out of bed ever. And it is still possible to achieve the dreams that you want to achieve or the goals that you want to achieve. So let's first just get into the school shooting because that's what's really got my heart heavy today is in Texas, 19 young children and two adults have died in a shooting at a primary school in South Texas. So it was Robb Elementary School with teachers and children aged 7 to 10. I could actually cry kids aged 7 to 10 in the city of Uvault, Texas, and the shooter was killed by law enforcement. 15 years ago in university, I did a paper and a research research paper on shooting specifically in the States because laws are different here in Canada. In Canada, you can own a gun. You have to pass certain tests and you have to do things like that and you can't openly carry, but people can absolutely own guns. They're just not easy to get. You can't just go to Walmart and purchase a gun. And I've never understood why it's so important to politicians, especially in the States, for open carry laws. Like, that is crazy. I actually went to a shooting range a couple weeks ago with my dad and my husband for my dad's birthday because my dad's a hunter. And the amount of power behind that gun, knowing, you know, like, I was scared to even hold it in front of me and having that in my pocket at all times. What happens when someone with mental health conditions, someone with anger issues is driving And like here in Winnipeg, we've had situations where people have gotten out of their cars and stabbed people and and punched people, etc. because of road rage. So what happens if you're openly carrying? The whole thing, guns don't kill people, people kill people. Yeah, but people kill people with tools, be it a gun or a knife or their fists. Well, what is going to kill quicker? and faster and what do you not have time if you like i mean obviously if you stab someone there's that's fatal as well but you have to get close to them they they could defend themselves with their fists etc but with a gun you don't even have to be anywhere near them like this shooter out of for no for there absolutely no reason i don't care what his reason or her reason i don't know whatever i don't know anything about the shooter they don't deserve that kind of attention but they went into a school children and now today I'm talking to entrepreneurs because that's that's who I speak to majority of my day that their kids are asking them what do I do if if it's happening at my school like am I gonna come home is this gonna be safe for me and the parents have to lie and say yeah you'll be safe meanwhile not knowing if they're ever gonna see their kids again I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine and it's a really heavy day it's a really heavy day to know that politicians care more about money and God knows what than than the lives of innocent children. In the States, there's been more shootings than there has been days in the year. Like, this is a joke at this point that they are not doing anything about it. Like, how, how <sighs> angering, you know? I, I just, I want to put all the prayers and thoughts and just anything we can for the parents of those children and all of the children who have passed away this way because this isn't fair this isn't fair it's not fair and everything else that's happening with like the laws about abortion and everything like it, I, why do i feel like we're just taking a million steps back it, it, obviously you can tell i'm really angered i don't think women should be fighting for bodily autonomy while it's okay to shoot kids in schools you know like they're not outlying that Obviously, it's not legal, but like the gun situation, but yet they want to make it illegal for a woman who is potentially going to die because of complications with pregnancy to have an abortion and to choose her life or the life of the child who might not even make it over over the moms. Like there's just so much going on that's making me so angry. And so I want to talk to you guys a little bit about some personal stuff that's happened to me to kind of give you some insight on, okay, the world is the world's breaking, right? like all of the the school shootings, all of the pandemic stuff, all of the political things going on, like there's just so much anger and di- and divide between humanity, right? And then to add to that, I know every single one of you are going through something personally, right? And and all of that makes it feel even more unsurmountable. So I'm gonna share with you my story, like like I would if you were a friend sitting on the other side of the couch to let you know what's going on with me. Not because I want to compare it to anything going on in the world, not because I want to, you know, like the reason I want to share this with you specifically is so that you know that you're not alone and that we're all struggling and that you can do whatever it is that you want to do, whatever that is that you want to do, even if that means. You need to take a few weeks of vacation and relax or whatever it is. So to start off with, um, this is hard. So to start off with, uh, about a month ago, maybe a little bit more than a month ago, I was 12 weeks pregnant and I started bleeding. I had bled a little bit a couple times prior, a couple weeks prior. But I started bleeding and it didn't stop. So I knew something was wrong and I was bleeding really heavily and I went to the hospital. And because of our broken healthcare system, I was in a hospital chair, a plastic hospital chair, in emergency with plexiglass, dividing every chair. So I was like in a plexiglass cage for nine hours in a tiny little room with dozens and dozens of people who were sick. Some people from the like off the streets who were mentally unwell being really erratic around me some people who knows with what you know a really somber scary place to be and to be there for nine hours as I'm essentially bleeding out um I got in around midnight and got into a room and a doctor came in and did an ultrasound and told me there was no more baby and uh I was alone in the room because of what's happening in the world right now and I had to text my mom and call my husband and then uh, get my dad to come back and pick me up because my husband Stephen was with our daughter and there's not really parking around the hospital so my dad drove me and then he came and picked me up and that was really hard and the thing is almost every single woman I've spoken to about it. I would say one out of two women that I've spoken to out of it about it have had the same thing happen to them or have had something similar happen to them. And miscarriage is so common. The the numbers, the statistics are just mind-blowing. Uh, and it's something that not a lot of people talk about or are okay talking about. So it is why I wanted to share it with you a little bit more. And uh another really traumatic thing that happened was a few days later, so the, the next, that was a, I believe that was a Saturday. So the Sunday we spent time together as a family. And then Monday I had an appointment with my OBGYN. And it was the same lady who delivered Alicia and she was my doctor for that. And uh, she walks in the room and says, congratulations, because she hadn't gotten the paperwork yet from the hospital. And that was heartbreaking. And she felt super bad. She's a, She's a great doctor. She felt bad. And we had a conversation and my options and things like that. And to know that in the States, a woman wouldn't be able to have anyways. Um So I decided to wait a couple of days and see if everything would happen naturally or if I would have to have surgery. Um, but I wasn't aware of how it happens naturally. And I, I don't want to get too graphic in this podcast and I'm sorry if I'm triggering anyone. I guess if if you are triggered by this, please just fast forward like an, a minute ahead and, and we'll be in a different conversation. But I was at home with my my daughter and my husband and they I was cramping really bad and they went for a walk and my husband was making cookies and the beeper was going off for a really long time, like five, 10 minutes. And I was in the bathroom and I was like, okay, they're going to burn the house down or burn the cookies. And I really wanted cookies. So I got myself together. I got up and I got them. And I, on the way walking back to the bathroom, I lost the baby. Um, and I will never forget that moment. Because no one warned me that that's how it would happen. And, and the size of a baby at 12 weeks. It was also the middle of winter. So we couldn't just bury the baby. <clears throat> it wasn't the middle of winter, but it was still snowing outside. And the ground was frozen. Uh So when my husband came home, obviously, we had to make sure my daughter didn't see anything and he helped me. Um, And the next day, as I was sharing my story with fellow entrepreneurs and people and friends and getting so many similar stories and, and people really helping me, everyone was saying, you know, take time off work. Don't work. Take time to yourself. Take time to grieve. And so I did. I took a day where I just laid on the couch and I watched TV and I was so sad. Like I was so heartbroken and like, of course, I was grieving, right? All I wanted to do was kind of do what I love and get back into work and creating because that's, that's what keeps me like, that's what makes me happy. It, it's it's a my job, my career is also my hobby, my passion. It It's like my life's purpose is to help other people and help other entrepreneurs. So the second day I realized I can grieve whatever way that I want to grieve. And this is why my whole business is run outside of the box, right? We don't structure things like other companies. I Everything I do, I do with thinking, how is this going to work best for us? And then I had to do the same for myself that second day and realize because other women grieve in their own ways doesn't mean I have to grieve that way. And that's the same if with chronic illness and everything else, because other people are doing it one certain way doesn't mean you have to. And I felt so guilty getting back on my computer and going to work two days after this happened, Because I felt like I should be crying on the couch. But I realized that when I was sitting in front of the computer helping grow other people's businesses and helping create and helping make other people happy, I felt happy. And I was able to manage my internal emotions, not manage, but work through them, understand them, really kind of take a bird's eye view of how I was feeling and how I was grieving by doing what made me happy. And going through the process in my own way. And I feel like a lot of the times we have these shoulds. You know, I should do this. I should do that. But I was talking to someone recently and they said, what if you just change that to a could? I could lay on the couch and grieve for the next week. But how am I going to feel after that? Is that going to help, you know, make me happy or make me feel fulfilled or make me move through the stages of grief? And in my moment, in that stage, in this, this grief that I was going through, because it can change me and anything I'll go through in life, I might grieve differently. But in this situation, I needed to do what made me happy and to do what fills me with passion and joy. So I got back to work um, and was able to share that story on Instagram and have conversations with so many people, which was so unbelievably beautiful. It was really beautiful to hear other women, how they've gone through it. Other women who have lost babies at the same time as me. And just obviously I wasn't happy that they've all gone through it, but it made me feel less alone. So if you've gone through it, I want you to know that you're not alone in whatever way that you grieve or you remember that baby or you get through it is, is beautiful. And you are, you have the right to do it in in your own way. (sighs) Another thing that I've recently been going through is we, like I am currently going for iron infusions at the hospital in the cancer care ward every two weeks. So I don't have cancer, but I need iron infusions because of my Crohn's disease. So I've been doing that as well as every eight weeks, uh, I get my immunosuppressant drug. Both of these are through intravenous, so IV, and I have quite severe PTSD when it comes to IVs and hospitals. So that's been really hard on my system and uh, been talking to my doctor a lot. So with my Crohn's disease, I have a stricture and I have an area in my colon that is very, like there's a lot of scar tissue and it's really inflamed. And hopefully the medications I'm on are helping that, but the risks of cancer really skyrocket with what I have. And so uh, surgery to remove essentially again tmi but my rectum my large and small intestine and to have an ostomy bag I don't know how much they would remove of everything but that is that's the conversations that are being had with my doctor and um on top of all of that I two days ago got diagnosed with shingles on my face so I had a few bumps show up Uh, And I thought I had just like a scab or something. And then it got really bad over the weekend. So I went to a walk in clinic and found out that I have shingles. So that is a lot, you know, on a person. And I know every like literally anyone I've had calls with in the last two, three days has some not similar things going on, but has similar degree of hardness things going on. You know, we all we all are going through our own things, but I feel like everyone around me is just like struggling. And do you feel that? Do you feel that way? Like are you struggling right now? Because if you are, it's okay. It's okay to struggle, you know? It's okay to recognize it and to realize it and to be to be human. So I want to take a moment right now and just acknowledge what you're struggling with. Don't you if you're if you're not driving, if you're sitting somewhere, if you're even walking, either to close your eyes Uh, to look down at the ground if you're walking, if you're driving, then just to focus obviously on the road, but, but quiet your mind a little bit. And I want you to take three deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Two more. One more. And now if you can close your eyes, I want you to quiet your mind and if you can't still do the same, quiet your mind and kind of do a little scan of your body from your head. Is your head feeling? How are your shoulders feeling? To move them around, are they feeling tight, overwhelmed, tense? Your neck, your chest, feeling heavy? Your solar plexus, your tummy, your waist, thighs, your knees calves, ankles, toes, feet. Do a scan and see where is pain showing up in your body? Where are you feeling heavy? Where are you feeling closed off? Our bodies truly know what we need. And sometimes if we just take this moment to be quiet, to quiet our minds, to use breath to help us feel into where we need a little bit more support we really can get those pings of intuition on what it is that we need that's going to support us through this time for me when i do that practice a lot of the times and even right now when i was doing it in my shoulders they just feel so unbelievably heavy and tight like i feel like there is a child on my shoulders at all times because i feel like i'm carrying the weight of the world and with my chronic illness with my business with my you know our house and being a mom and being X, Y, and Z, and Z, and Z, and W, X, you know, like doing all these things. That's where I carry it. So something I do almost every two weeks at this point or every two weeks at this point is I go for a massage and I have different massage therapists for different times. Like I have a place I go to that's really relaxing. I have a place that I go to that's really amazing for like physical body care, pains, aches, things like that. I have a place I go to I have a massage therapist that comes here. I have one that's like at a spa. There's even one that I go to that is two people massaging you at the same time. That's super relaxing. And to me, I know that that nourishes me and that helps me quiet my mind and and help heal my body at the same time. There is something that you can do right now or even book or go out for a walk in nature. Is there something you can do or book right now that's going to help you? just take some of that weight off your shoulders that's going to help you deal with whatever it is you're dealing with because we can't be great business owners we can't be great mothers we can't be great whatever it is aunties wives sisters if we aren't taking care of ourselves and i really mean that as taking care of ourselves and i don't mean self care in the way that it has been hyped up lately and i don't mean like obviously drinking water eating healthy etc is important but i mean taking care of ourselves and understanding what we need as human beings, as a human being that's different from any other human being out there. What I need is 100% different than what my husband needs, than what my mom needs, than what my dad needs, than what my cousin needs, than what my daughter needs because we're all different human beings. So I can tell you what works for me is massages, is quiet walks, is spa dates, is dates with my friends, is coffee chats with entrepreneurs, is, you know, meetings with my team. Those things light me up. Those things help take care of me. Um, Even as simple as listening to podcasts while I'm driving. Those are some things that work for me. But what's really important is that you find things that work for you and you start implementing them. And that you're not scared to think outside of the box when it comes to how you grieve, how you deal with the uh, overwhelming stress of the world, how you deal with news and everything else that's going on. You need to figure that out. And don't look to other people. Don't look to outside sources. Go within. Because to be honest, like to be really honest with me, when was the last time you went within and you didn't look for outside validation or outside you know, support to how you should be doing something or handling something? When was the last time you went within and listened to what you need? Be it in your business, be it in your family life, be it for yourself. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today. I know today was a really hard episode and it got a little bit of emotional. Might've been one of the first ones I cried on, but I think it was really important. I know it was really important. And with everything going on, I know that a lot of you are struggling and I want you to know that my DMs are open. My email is open. Both will be in the show notes below, even if you just want a virtual hug. If you need someone to just let you know that you're not alone, that's me. I'm here. If you want to connect with some other business owners and entrepreneurs, feel free to reach out. I can get you connected. There's so many things going on. You don't have to feel alone, and I want you to know, or I want you to remember, dream big. It's possible for you, and your next version of success is around the corner. You got this.